Hello friends, this is Carla Argante and welcome to the headset. The headset is a weekly podcast that will motivate you to get up, get on, and ride. Hello everyone. So this week's episode is a chat that I had with a friend of mine, Sean Stokely. Uh, Sean is probably one of the most interesting people that I know. Um, He is not only an avid cyclist and outdoorsman, but he is one of the kindest and hardest working individuals that I know. Sean is a man of contrast. He is at the same time a very private and solitary person. But he is just as much a gregarious, funny, and engaging individual. So in this chat, we talk about his love for backwoods cycling and how it serves as the inspiration and vocabulary for his seemingly monastic lifestyle of solitude, simplicity, and rugged independence. But he also talks a little bit about the cost of that lifestyle. So, introducing Sean Stokely. live we're running we are live and running and you sound wonderful excellent you sound as good as your hair looks right now (laughs) should i let my hair down for this podcast (laughs) we could literally metaphorically as well as when i was coming up with the concept of this of this podcast um when the word when i thought the headset it might have been three tenths of a second and I thought, Sean Stokely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so no pressure. Gotcha. But, but um, yeah, the, but that's the truth. So once again, I really appreciate, I really my appreciate pleasure. you taking the time. I, it's one of my things in life. I like to help people along with their projects and visions and whatnot. And whatever I can do, whatever assistance I can be, I like to be there for them, you know? Nice. And I, do you remember your first time you got on a mountain bike? off-road yes do you remember like what that feeling was like tell me a little bit about what well it, it was kind of delayed and you're gonna laugh at the story because I, I was my first bike rack that I bought for my car and I met the guy at REI who sold me the bike he says let me take you ride and I'm like great so we went riding we got to the trailhead get to the back and my tire is completely just blown up off off the rim oh no I, I mounted the bike and such the rear tire was right in front of the exhaust pipe oh so he was just getting hot. Exactly, it just just blew up. It's funny. The guy who sold me the bike was with me. Just we just laughed, and he went, you know, he took off riding, and I went trail running, you know, uh-huh. following him around. And so, but next day I went out riding. And I was just like, wow, this is, this is something I, I've been missing out, and I miss a lot, and I want to get back into this. That's my passion. I love the isolation of the woods and, and uh, the smells and the, the, the scenery and. Um, just the, the life that's out there around you. It's not, you know, all the asphalt or the cars running around you or the voices, you know. It's uh, just that, that quietness and just the, the the music of the gravel just kind of crackling underneath the tires. You oh, know? that's amazing. Yeah, I know. That's that sound. Like, I, I don't know. I never understood how people can ride with iPods in. The music of the 
of the bicycle, the, yeah. the shifting of shifting, the chain yeah. and the, the, that grinding of the, the the tires on the gravel and yeah, that is um, branches know, breaking. I mean, yeah. I mean, just crashing through mud puddles and little streams. I mean, that's just. Uh, I love the freedom of bicycling and where it's. I don't like the, I don't like to depend on things or people, mm. and I've always been kind of a self-sufficient kid, self-sufficient person, and. Um, it's not that I view dependency as a weakness, but I don't like the dependency of oil, of gasoline for cars and stuff like that. And I've always, you know, last 10 years, I've always said, I'm always going to live within cycling distance of wherever I work, you know, I've just been so fortunate here, you know, have you always been that way? Like, did you, were you raised that way? Was that that a value that you developed over time? I think it was just something I picked up from just growing up and watching my older siblings. I have two older brothers and older sister and my oldest brother ran into some lot of troubles with the law and stuff like that and had some challenges. And uh, my next oldest brother had some challenges too. Where, uh, and my dad had some challenges with alcohol and both brothers have alcohol and substance abuse. So um, that helped me learn not what learn not what to do or learn how do I want to explain this? But learn not what to do. I guess I right. should say. And you know where you didn't want to end up. And, end up exactly. And so that kind of channeled my kind of type A personality, workhorse, work ethic. Like, okay, I'm going to be self-sufficient. I'm going to get a paper out. I'm going to earn money. Mom, can I, my mom had a daycare in the house growing up. I always cleaned the daycare every night for her. And she gave me like two bucks a night or something mm-hmm. like that. Or not even that, maybe a buck. But The tagline for this podcast is to get up, get on and ride. And so how do you do it? Because <clears throat> one of the many, one of the things that I've come to appreciate about you is your, like your work ethic. You're, you're, constantly grinding you know and always do it with a great attitude or at least it seems on the surface and i've always appreciated that about you i was always willing to work you know and uh and having that independence you know i think it kind of just grew into my just my lifestyle and even um i I think it's really even hurt me i mean kind of going on a tangent too of, of dating like women it's like i don't need you you know yeah it's like i I enjoy the self-sufficiency. I enjoy the solitude. I mean, solitude is, uh, has been a companion to me in a way where um, it's just I crave it, you know, and when I'm around other people, I kind of – something I've noticed in the last few years, it's like when I get around groups of people, I kind of like – it's, a, I'm going to say a, a phobia, but I've developed something where I just kind of feel awkward around groups of people, mm. even though uh, I may know everybody, you know. Um, but it's just been something that uh, I've uh, I've learned. And when you were like me, you've been single for so long, you develop these patterns of behavior. Which yeah. I mean, you get older. You know, I'm 43 now, and it's like these things are kind of ingrained in me now. And it's just I I don't know any other way unless I really challenge myself and step out of that comfort zone and put myself out there for whatever challenge it is, whether it's a you know a 50 or 60 mile. Uh, yeah marathon hike or or you know you know 150 200 mile ride you know it's uh um, it's it's important that i've learned been learning my self-sufficiency also has also been a deficiency got you so so the so is cycling being like this the jealous mistress is not a factor for you it's (laughs) it's your it's the main squeeze yeah exactly and it's and it's it's a way i'm sure you've experienced this too when you get on the bicycle you're out there on the trails and the road or the dirt roads and you just check out. I mean, that's only, that's the only thing you're focused on is yeah. the, 
the, the piece of dirt in, fr- in front of you and your, your rhythm, your cadence, and what's coming up. And it's not what's going on in the political world or going on mm-hmm. in, in Europe or whatever. I mean, it's the moment, you know. And it allows me to... I like that being checked out. I mean, there's times where I've gone on all-day rides. I come home like, what did I think about? Nothing, right. you know? I'm just out there in the zone, and and uh, it's a great, a great way to decompress from the work we do. Sure. Because, um, you know, we read and, and learn and, and it, about some really horrendous things that people are involved in and the, the pain and suffering that they're involved in and what they've administered out, too. So mm-hmm. it... Uh, it wears on my soul quite a bit, and, and but cycling has been that that go-to, that companion of being able to release everything and be able just to get out there and throw myself into what I love. I what I love, you know, and, that, and that's the cadence and the rhythm of the of the pedal stroke, you know, and yeah. the wind in your face and the rain in your face, or the you know the hundred degree heat beating down on your back. I mean, it's I like the challenge of the elements, and and, and it's just a, I feel most at home when I'm out there on my bike. And I've conditioned myself so much these these years with it. It's just it's second nature to me. And I was like, we were talking about earlier briefly before we started the, the simplicity of of which I pursue in life. You know, I I love simplicity. You know, and to a fault where it's you know it's costing me some things. You know, in life and relationships and stuff like that. But uh, um, it's uh, I just I, I I love my bicycling. You know, yeah. and uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it'll change, you know. That's that's really awesome that you have you. that, because so many so many times we compromise bits and pieces of ourselves for companionship, yeah, for connectedness with other people. Mm-hmm. But you've you've managed to you have a life and a lifestyle and a way of living that is exactly how you want it. I'd like to do some lead some rides, you know, maybe get some people together and say, hey set a date you know mid mid july we're gonna do we're gonna do this 80 mile ride through the cascades here but dude hello of course <laughs> that is uh, so you yeah. i totally see you doing that you need to do that yeah. like get on it a part of me I'm, I'm a selfish person person in a way where like you don't want to share it a little bit like this is mine exactly and i want this is this sunset belongs to me right now but you know you know and it kind of connects with the whole childhood things i don't want the responsibility of joe blow and sally over here you yeah, know yeah. um if i go out here and crash and you know i want this to be on me i don't want to have to be worrying about them but you know but that's kind of contrary to me and uh, some of the va- values that i have as a person is wanting to help others experience things in life and help them accomplish goals and and uh be whatever I can to um, assist them along the path, yeah. you know. And because I think you have some values and you have a philosophy and a perspective that that pe- more people need to hear. Uh, it's an interesting juxtaposition to the lifestyle that you live, which is a very independent and solitary lifestyle, but yet you have this need and you feel the need in some small way. Maybe it's even growing, it seems, mm-hmm. to share that. And yeah. to let other people, because I think now more than ever, people need to, yeah, the fucking I know. Armageddon happening yeah. around this. They need to be able to see that. Yeah. What is what is that ex- relationship with the bicycle taught you about yourself? I can always go another mile. I can always <laughs> climb another hill. You know, um, that just because you may 
just because you can't see the destination on your your current route like being on a goal and like chasing a goal in life just because you can't see the destination um, doesn't mean you're off the path mm. doesn't mean you're not on the right road it's it's I've unearthed a, a part of me that you know was been waiting to be unearthed for a number of years you know and just being able to find that passion and, and, and uh, have that passion for something but what was that thing that was awo- awo- awakened in, just the journey and the, the, the journey the of life j- you know and, and life at 12 miles an hour on a bicycle is amazing where you in 10 miles an hour you see so much as opposed to I mean you could drive the North Cascades Highway to mm-hmm. Winthrop see some flipped out shit on a bicycle it is just a hundredfold because you, you get to smell all everything you get to see everything you get to feel everything you get to uh, the little cracks in the road and it's it's just amazing and and uh, kind of zen like you know a lot of people you know will love the the, the, the single focus of a uh, single tracking you know and riding that mm-hmm. I I prefer a much more open expanse kind of zen like experience you know I love that life at 12 miles an hour <laughs> I think I, I can't we can't go any more further than that that's, that's <laughs> perfect that's perfect thank you so much Sean yeah Absolutely, so, I appreciate it. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to hang out with you, and uh, you made this a tremendous experience. Thank you. Right on, brother. <laughs> oh man. Well, there you have it. Life at twelve miles an hour. Just that statement alone kind of sums it all up to me. I mean, we live a life where we are just zipping around like squirrels in a nut shop just don't even know where it can't even focus and i blame technology i blame media i blame all that but we're all we're all complicit in that uh in that game i appreciate sean for reminding me to just slow down and enjoy the ride see you next time guys